0: Welcome to Cornfield Theology, your trusted source for Taylor Swift news and uh,
1: fandom stuff. I have nothing to offer regarding Taylor Swift.
0: I am Brooks. I'm one of the hosts of the Cornfield Theology podcast, and I'm here with my co-host.
1: How you doing? I'm Sean Powers.
0: Sean Powers, apostle at uh, Redemption Hill Church in Waukee, Iowa.
1: (laughs) Man, you threw in the apostle thing last time we did a podcast (laughs) Not an apostle.
0: Hey, Sean, did you ever listen to the uh, Reformed Pubcast with Les and Tanner? No, I did not. So they did a thing because it was the pub cast, you know,
1: oh, yeah. where they would
0: talk about this is what we're drinking right now. And they'd tell you what alcohol Oh, drink. I got you. I yeah. think we should do that real quick. What are you drinking?
1: black coffee with a bunch of grounds in it from <laughs> from cracker barrel from cracker barrel yeah. and
0: i'm drinking uh pumpkin spice latte from starbucks
1: okay i don't think anyone listening to this cares i
0: win <laughs> Jeez.
1: what are we really here for
0: we are going to talk about christians being mean to each other
1: uh, and they're not mean to each other are they that's
0: what i was about to say i don't oh, even know no. they all live in harmony
1: Man, everyone's just like singing "Kumbaya." Someone's playing the guitar. There's there's no dissension or. Yeah, who hate. threw this
0: into the list of things we're going to talk about? Didn't you? I no. I think it was you. Oh.
1: So are, So let me ask you the question: Do you think Christians are mean to each other?
0: Yeah, so I got the idea to do this episode actually about a year ago when I wrote it down for the first time. You've been
1: mulling this over for a year?
0: I wrote, I have a working list of things I want to podcast about, and okay. on the list was this, yeah. because yep. I was reading an uh, article by J.I. Packer. Ah. No, false. I was reading an article by Sam Storms. Well, we got
1: cornfield cleanup, so if you, I was, <laughs> if you say something wrong, we can go back to it, but you caught it in the moment, so that's good. Yeah, I was In ri- the
0: moment, cornfield cleanup. In the moment, here it is, the cleanup. I was actually reading an article by Sam Storms, yeah. but he was writing about J.I. Packer. I got you. Because, you know, he wrote a book on Packer, Packer on the Christian Life. Oh, yeah, that's right. Wrote it for Crossway.
1: It's that series of multiple historian or people in history. They were yeah. writing about, like, there's one on Spurgeon and Whitfield. Yeah. And, Theologians uh, on the Christian Life, yeah, I think okay. is the name yep. of it. One on Newton, yep.
0: But I read his blog post about it, and at the bottom, someone was like, uh... Why are you talking about Packer? Do you remember back in what was it the early '90s when he signed that agreement with the was it with the Lutherans or the Catholics? I don't know. He signed some agreement. I used to know about it, but now I'm forgetting about it. Basically, saying that I think he was saying that Catholics and and Protestants agree on uh, justification. Oh, really? Yeah, and like Ooh. everyone's still Ooh. mad at him about it. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: I- <laughs> I don't know if I can get on board with that.
0: You gotta realize also it's thirty years later; right. things might have changed a yeah, little bit, sure. and you don't know where his perspective yeah. was. But, but
1: but great book. Just you know, in light of that, Knowing God, J.I. Packer. Oh my, yeah, must read.
0: Oh yeah, Knowing God by J.I. Oh, Packer. Yep. That's one of
1: my top three uh,
0: recommended books for any Christian. You know,
1: I think I read it after I got saved, and then they had, it, they had you me, got saved, <laughs> and, that, and then I read it in seminary again, and then every time I just keep going back to that book. So Knowing God, J.I. Packer. If you haven't read it, grab it.
0: Yeah, easily could be one of the top three books that I would recommend. Sure. Any Christian not not just like anyone even trying to go into ministry or just new Christians or wherever, you know. Yeah. For whoever to read. So
1: what are your other two?
0: My other two what? Oh, books? Yeah. Uh probably Instruments in the Redeemer's Hands by Uh, Paul Tripp. That's great. And uh, I don't know the third one. I have to I'd have to think about it. I thought about it a little while ago, but anyway.
1: Easily forget, don't you?
0: I easily forget. So why? The the comment that the person left, I just uh, looked it up. He said, I am flabbergasted that you failed to mention Packers signing and therefore endorsing the ECT document in 1994.
1: Hmm. Shame on you. Oh, wow. Shame on you. Shame on you?
0: Yeah. Hmm, man. Seems harsh. I want to remember what the document was. I regret that I've forgotten this.
1: That's right. Anyway,
0: started springing the thought. Why are Christians so mean to each other? Yeah. Who says shame on you?
1: Yeah, right.
0: Like, granted, that's just a saying we have, but
1: sure. who wishes shame kind of on a modern another Christian? Yeah. What You know, to get into that a little more, like, you know where I see um, the hate most clearly? Don't, don't say it. I'm going to say it, because it's true, and you know it's, it's true. No,
0: <laughs> this is where you find love. If
1: you have a Twitter account, you know exactly what I'm talking about, and, you know, Facebook too, but... i I, i'm not the most like um rabid twitter user i think rabid yeah so it's like i'm not rabid man eating rabid score i'm not no rabid (laughs) (laughs) Rabid. (laughs) like i'm not on it all the time tweeting like i tweet and whatever you know but if you went to my like profile or whatever and you know i'm never gonna earn that little star or that little what, what's the little it's thing a I, it's check mark it's a blue check mark checkmark. whatever it is i'm never gonna i'm never gonna achieve that And i'm okay with not achieving that but when I few comments on like issues man people can be so mean to each other and and here's here's yeah, this like my uh pastoral like high horse here can we can we can we just stop being brave behind keyboards if you can't say it to somebody in person face to face do you really want to say that behind a keyboard whoa
0: First of all, yeah. What Twitter is the closest thing we have to the councils of the early
1: church. <laughs> I quit. I'm Where done. everybody's
0: <laughs> coming together, giving their opinions, so we can figure out what's true. Oh, and
1: I'm sure everything's getting figured out on, on Every- Twitter. Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: everything's getting figured out.
1: Yeah, okay. you know,
0: give us a couple hundred years, we'll at least have debated one issue oh, and come man. to a conclusion. I got
1: to look at the white of your eyes in order to figure something out. I don't want to do it on Twitter. <laughs> Why? Oh my goodness! Because
0: that's not because God,
1: God created us. <laughs> You uh, can go to Matthew 18, right? If you got a disagreement with a brother, you go to him, right? On Twitter. You can no, go to him no. on Twitter. <laughs> you can go to him on Twitter. Oh, stop. Step
0: one, DMs, one-on-one. So, step two, call them out in public. <laughs> this is Matthew 18 church discipline right here.
1: Step three, continue to call them out in public step and t- then bring all their friends into it.
0: Step three, step four, tag their pastor.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> You seem to know this process really well. Oh, you know, I've written a few papers on it here and there. Has anybody ever gone after you on Twitter? Like, yeah, I mean, let's use the topic here. Like gone after you and like, oh, been mean, being mean, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Really? Yeah, it's he, part. He, just
0: part of being he, on Twitter. And I <laughs> see.
1: <laughs> thank you. Well,
0: and I, but I also just like. How do you handle it? I want to be fun and happy on Twitter. Yeah,
1: that's good. Yeah, I notice that.
0: But I, I like to throw like fire. Just randomly at things. Just throw it in the middle of. I a, don't jump. And in, walk I out. don't. I don't usually get into like the main discussions. Like yeah. if some people are arguing about something, I don't usually give my two cents. But if it's something I care about and I know a lot of people disagree, I'll yeah. just say it. Yeah. So like for instance, this Saturday, I tweeted and I said, "I'm glad y'all cessationists interpret most of the Bible better than you do." First Corinthians twelve to fourteen. Truth. Uh, no one was really mean, but no, I, no, I ruffled no. a feather or two here. Yeah. Um, but there was one time when I said that, I don't even actually remember what I said now, but people went after me a lot on that tweet (laughs) and people were saying like, I hope this man never becomes a pastor.
1: Oh man. Like, I
0: feel bad for anyone who knows him. Like I have people said that and I'm like, whatever. Truthfully, words on Twitter don't get to me very much. Yeah. Um,
1: so is it, it, in light of like, just talking about social media here for a second, it is... It is something to say that, uh, that um, kind of the meanness that's going on within Christianity is is happening on social media, and social media is allowing for this kind of dialogue, negative dialogue, right? Yeah. We're back in the day, before social media, like if you had beef with me, what'd you have to do?
0: I write a book against you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and if you weren't equipped to write a book, you coming over to my house, or you're gonna pull me aside? We're gonna talk about it face to face. Which, by the way, fist to fist. No, face to face. Fist to face. Which. Which is way more productive, and uh, I'm way more uh, beneficial, and I'd say biblical as well. Talk to me. You know, it's like what I say to our folks at you know church. You got any? You know, I'm not a perfect leader. You know, and um, if you ever got questions, come come talk to me. Just we want to sit down and we can talk things through, and and that's just part of life too. Whether it's pastoral ministry or in the family or friends or whatever, let's yeah. talk to each other, and, and it really mitigates. Uh, what I think is the meanness that's uh, that can take place kind of on social media.
0: Mm-hmm. So let's think through this theologically. Yeah, absolutely. Is meanness uh, or rudeness virtuous? No, it's not. Absolutely not. It's sinful. Right. Right. And so as Christians who hate sin, mm-hmm. why do we...
1: Yeah, I want to put away sin.
0: Why are we so mean? And the answer to that is, well, Christians still struggle with sin. Yeah, Right. absolutely. I'm mean sometimes. You know, we're all going to struggle with different things. Maybe someone struggles with meanness more than someone else.
1: Yeah. So so here's the follow-up question to that. So many people have that theology. You know, social media has created silos in which people talk and think and whatever, communicate. Even in those silos, the people that are like-minded, they agree with our theological position of sin, right? Why aren't they working toward holiness, right? Putting away sin, working toward holiness... In these, in these particular avenues where they're mean. Well, I
0: think a lot of them, and this is not something they would say, so this I, this honestly may be a little unfair, but I think people yeah. sometimes see themselves as like an a, an arbiter or a defender of yeah, truth. Yeah, sure. Ad- and,
1: advocating something.
0: Or- yeah, and so it's like, oh, this, this falsehood, this other person's believing, or this thing that this person did is so nasty and so wrong that it requires... Not just like gentleness, but just abrupt put an end to it. Yeah, yeah,
1: so we're getting on something. it's It's not that like we don't want to defend truth, right? Whether it be on social media or face to face, right? But there is something to say for how we do that,
0: yeah. So we don't want to debate truth, like the world debates truth, correct. here's here's where I really affects my thinking on this uh, in ephesians four thirty two where uh, Paul tells us, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving one another. Mm. And here's the here's the thing that really yeah. gets me. Just as God also forgave you in Christ. Yeah, amen. And so what I think is when we start to be mean to one another, when we uh, don't have grace in conversation, when we're not gentle, well, one, we're not displaying the fruit of the Spirit, right. but two... Love, joy,
1: peace, patience, kindness, goodness, yep. Gentleness, faithfulness, yep. yep.
0: uh, self-control, Yep. right? Uh, but we're also not acting in, a, in the same way that our Lord did yeah well he was gentle he was forgiving i mean just think of how much he yeah. forgave you and ask yourself how could i be so ungracious or rude to this person yeah. and then also i mean how do you think we can fix this how do you fix meanness in your own heart
1: yeah it's it's becoming more and more like christ and it is it is it is looking at the fruit of the spirits and, and desiring the fruit of the spirit more than this desire and this propensity to meet to be mean to each other, right? Right. Like, what does it mean to be loving? Well, I, I don't want to get back into like the. I don't want to start wearing the the bracelet. WWJD? What would you know Jesus do back in the day? i like, why not? Well, you can. That's fine. That's cool. But I think. But I think there's a there's a particular principle there. What would Jesus do, right? If he had a Twitter account and he saw all this meanness going back and forth, and Christians cutting each other down and not not displaying the fruit of the spirit. I think you got to pause and sit back like okay i don't think christ would respond in such a way you know and we're just talking about kind of the mean stuff that's taking place there's good stuff that takes place too but
0: i could see two possible responses i think coming in to what we're saying here and the first one is well you're not jesus right and that's a pretty common response because people like to compare themselves to things jesus did in the gospels anyway and that's not always a great thing but my response is look at the verse after ephesians 5 1 therefore What? Be imitators of God as dearly loved children. Be imitators of God. So it's just, that is connected to what we read before with the uh, be kind to one another. Be gentle and gracious with one another because God is gracious to you and therefore be imitators of God. And so you really do need to ask the question, am I reflecting Christ likeness in the way that I'm interacting with my brother or sister here? Yeah,
1: Absolutely. Um, so valuable, so important. So let's 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 move outside the realm of of uh, social media perhaps for a moment and talk about like how we interact with each other in the church because because we're sinners, right? The initial theological premise um there are disagreements in the context of a local church. There are times where people are bothered or whatever, you know, and they have to find avenues of reconciliation. And right. so so the question is, what do we do? You know, when people are being mean to each other, how do we, how do we stop that? Stop the sin, and then bring two parties. Who, who, one party could be mean toward the other, or both could be mean to each other. How do we bring them together?
0: Well, I think, in my opinion, it's going to depend depend on a few things. Yeah. Uh, first, and and most importantly, it depends on what the disagreement is over. For sure. For um, sure. Because if it's a if it is a Uh, like a theological disagreement, those aren't necessarily bad. Those are good things to weigh out. Absolutely.
1: We want to think well about theology, about the Bible. And if it's a
0: sin issue, you're going to deal with that a little differently, you know, whatever the disagreement is.
1: But I would say regardless, like what we want to do is cultivate an attitude of humility and patience and love, right? Yeah, my
0: point in drawing the distinction is to say that Disagreement is not bad.
1: Not at all. Unkindness
0: in the disagreement is bad. Absolutely. There that's are correct. good and there are bad ways to disagree with one another and the, and it's helpful absolutely. for Christians to disagree with one another. We kind of refine our own thinking together. Have you ever disagreed
1: with me? No. What? thank you. No, <laughs> Pastoral I'm just intern. Kidding. No, but you but, know I've disagreed uh, with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and we do it graciously and, and We try to. We try. But that's the thing. We're conscious of it. There are, there are times Christians can be mean, and it's like they're just completely oblivious to the way that they are uh, speaking to one another and how the manner in which they're doing it. And I think we it begins with having an awareness. Like, we can disagree. You know, Pick your theological topic, even a preferential issue, right? Right.
0: So I want to speak to the people who feel like everyone else is mean. First yeah. of all, realize you've got your own sin issues. Yeah. You don't want to respond to meanness in a hypocritical way. And I feel like that is... The typical response. Oh, ever they're so mean. That yeah. side is so mean. These yeah. people are so mean. Yeah. Listen, we're all dealing with our own sin. Yeah. Right. So what what should our response be when people are mean? It should be the same response that we want in our own sin, mm. grace. Yeah. And yeah. if we're if we aren't showing grace to even to them to people who are rude or mean to one another, yeah, then we're not we're just acting in an unchrist like way just as much as they are.
1: Absolutely. We why <laughs> we need to be the church here, right? And extend grace to other people. We don't want to be. We don't want to act like the uh, you know politics, right? What do we see? You know politics all the time, and it's a perception. Donald Trump. Well, I'm not getting into that, but we see the we see the what we, see we see the left politics, and the Donald right. Trump. We see the we see the mudslinging going back and forth, um, unkindness, meanness, and uh, we don't want to replicate that in the church. You, you know, Christ came and died to extend grace. Um, To his elect people and so we want to extend that same grace to others
0: another thing uh, To go on what you're talking about here if we're talking about disagreement between brothers There is a vast difference in the way that we would be able to handle that because of our Though we have disagreements. We have things that unify us as well. And so when we talk about what is unity? um, Disagreement doesn't have to bring disunity
1: not at all. So I actually think sometimes disagreement can strengthen relationships because right. when you sit down and you have a, a, a even a sharp disagreement, and you do it in love, you feel that affection. You 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 see the grace extended, and that and that causes brothers or sisters who disagree to grow with one another. and And sometimes when people graciously disagree, it can change my my thought. Right. You know, I I could I could, I could go back and be like, you know what, I've been wrong. And you know how many times have I felt like I had it figured out on a particular issue, right? And then five years later, I'm like, dude, I was massively wrong on that. Mm-hmm. You know, my you, you look at the scriptures, and you're like, uh, 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 my bad. <laughs> right. And But you think, like, politically, like, they're
0: coming, there's different foundations to their opinions. Right. Right. Yeah. And with Christians, we have the, the same foundation that we're trying to build on. Right. And so you know, we can have disagreements, but we're always going to look back at at Christ, look back at the gospel, and have that in common. And I think biblical unity, if you look at Philippians 1 and 2, especially Philippians 2, the first 11 verses, Mm. we see unity comes from agreement in the gospel. It doesn't come from agreement in different uh, theological or finer doctrinal points. We can have utmost and full unity, even though we're disagreeing. Absolutely. And so when we start to be mean is when we start to threaten the unity. Yeah, exactly. When we start to not have grace with one another and not work knowing that God has forgiven us and therefore we're just trying to figure things out and have grace with one another.
1: This is this is getting to one of your favorite books, but um, <laughs> it's amazing how much of this is a heart issue. Which book? Uh, Paul David Tripp.
0: Instruments in the Redeemer's Hands? Yep.
1: How, how much of this is, is a heart issue and how we engage in interact well sin is
0: a hard issue always oh for sure yeah
1: but but drawing out like you know in 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 putting away sin and moving toward a brother you disagree with it's it's putting away sin and walking in you know we said earlier the fruit of the spirit but walking in a manner also in philippians right walking walking in a manner worthy of the gospel colossians says walking in a manner worthy of christ
0: philippians 1 which says uh live your life in a manner worthy of the gospel yeah so we see that same phrase over and over. Yeah. Pauline. Pauline epistles. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have a question. Yeah, sure. Do you think there is a time to be uh, just forceful or assertive with your opinions?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, well, it depends <laughs> on what you mean by forceful yeah, and assertive.
0: Yeah, I think so too. So what do you mean? What do you mean?
1: Well, I think it's good to, I mean, let's talk this out a little bit. Like I have some clear theological convictions, right? And, right and as a pastor, of cessationist, Armenian, <laughs> wrong, dispensational, wrong. nope, not nah, nah. <clears throat> no. That's not you. <laughs> nope, it's not me.
0: Oh, I must be getting you confused with uh, someone else.
1: So, so like uh, as a pastor, as a shepherd, Stephen
0: Anderson or something. As a, sh- can I continue to talk here? <laughs> no. uh, yes. Pastor. did you mean, I even know? I
1: didn't even know who that guy is. Um. So as a pastor, as a shepherd over sheep, like. I want to preach with conviction and uh, with the authority Christ has given given me to to bring clarity and to preach the word. Right, and and there are times. What happens when you have people in the church who are wolves in sheep's clothing? Well, you 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 want to protect the sheep, and so you may need to be forceful, not disrespectful, right? But but clear about our our convictions here.
0: Yeah, so what you're talking about is the pastor's responsibility to uh, care for his sheep. Yeah. And, I mean, one of the responsibilities is to be able to defend truth. We see that in the qualifications for pastors in Titus 1. Yeah, 1
1: Timothy 3, Titus 1. Yeah. Got to be able to teach. Shepherd the flock God. Yep. Uh, 1 Peter 5.
0: Right. I think 1 Timothy 1 specifically says something about uh, defending against false doctrines or false teachers.
1: But point, point being, um, shepherds are called to protect the sheep. Right. And so they're, depending on, you know, what do you mean by forceful? All this needs to be done in love and grace, but you can do something forcefully and do it with love and grace uh, in order to care for the church.
0: Right. So there are times when, you, when you're forceful, but it, I guess does forcefulness necessitate a lack of grace?
1: I don't, I don't think so. I think this, some of this is circumstantial. And again, depending on how you define forcefulness, the way I think about it is just to be clear and to say something with complete conviction and to do it in a way that um, the sheep know and the wolves know. Like, this is where we're at for the sake of unity in the local church. So that's just one example, right? So, what would
0: you say to someone who's mean? Like, obviously, if we could, like, if you had a phrase or a an article or something you could copy and paste and reply to all the mean people on twitter or print out and nail to the doors of all the mean people
1: yeah Yeah. i uh i would copy and paste and print out first corinthians 13 love
0: Hmm. even the end of first corinthians 12 right the sure if i say these things and do so without love i'm nothing but a noisy gong clanging symbol or whatever right i think one gospel truth that we just need to be reminded of and encouraged with every single day is who we are. Like you are you are not a perfect human being either. Mm-hmm. Like realize you're going to make mistakes. Everyone yeah. else might look stupid to you. Yeah. Everyone else might look like they're doing things wrong, but you and I both have blind spots as well. We have sinful things we're doing as well. We've got things we're wrong about as well. And we want those things to be dealt with graciously. Absolutely. I think if you're going to learn to be more kind, more gentle with other people, you're going to have to learn how God sees all people, including yourself.
1: Yep. So we, we talk about, you know, sin, but we also can talk about how we view other people, which is imago Dei, like we're all created in Imago Dei. Did she just start image, speaking another language? In the image of God. <laughs> what is that, Roman? <laughs> throwing, throwing a little Latin, in, I guess. Oh, uh, Latin. So did you call it Roman? <laughs> yeah, I was kidding, though. I was kidding. <laughs> um. So when we talk to other people, like you're created in the image of God. So when we have a, a sharp disagreement, I think remembering that is good, and and that applies to whether you're speaking to a brother in Christ or someone who's not a Christian as well. And God has created all people in His image, and that should actually at least cause us to pause and be like, okay. Right. Listen, they have an inherent value uh, to their lives, and so I should treat them with a little more respect and grace.
0: Not only do they have value, but whatever you think you know, or whatever sin you don't do anymore, or whatever the yeah. case may be, you realize it's by God's grace too. Yeah. And yeah. if they're gonna if they're gonna start to believe the truth, uh, if they're gonna start to walk away from sin, what they
1: need God's grace. Yeah. Amen. This it, what we have to avoid and uh, push back against is the uh, propensity to self-righteousness, right? It's when we start arguing um, from a from a perspective where I want to be right all the time, and so I'm going to do whatever I can to be right. And uh, I think <laughs> pausing and being like, okay, that's we're moving into a direction that is it, well, we're in a direct we're in a in an area where it's sinful, and we're moving in a direction where we're creating even more sin, right? So let's not be self-righteous. Let's look to Christ. Let's treat uh, others as image bearers of god let's let's recognize our own sin our own faults our own blind spots and and move forward with with grace and humility
0: right so all this to say that people who are constantly being rude or graceless are not reflecting the truth of the gospel that they themselves proclaim and believe yeah. in the way to be free from that. And, and though we're going to be working on it our whole lives, yeah. the way to start working on that is to just tell yourself the truth about God and about yourself. Yeah. Uh, God is great. We are not.
1: Yeah, right. And repent. Too, God right? knows
0: truth. We are still trying to find yeah. some points of our truth. Right. Yeah. Um, anyway, so just strive to display the fruits of the, of the spirit, love, gentleness, patience, kindness, mm self-control, yep. we want to reflect the love, gentleness, and graciousness of our Savior who died on the cross for us and show that same grace to others.
1: Yeah, and before you uh, send that tweet, that, that hateful tweet, pause. And <laughs> at us. <laughs> uh, don't give up my Twitter handle. Uh, before, you, before you send that, Sean DSM. pause, that's it. <laughs> pause, reflect, and be like, okay, is this charitable? Is this loving? Uh, Can I communicate this in a different way that can come across? You you, you can still uphold truth if that's your perspective.
0: And we're not asking you to sacrifice truth.
1: Not at all. We want you to uphold truth.
0: Yeah. Speak the truth.
1: In love. In love, (laughs) right.
0: Speak the truth as graciously and, and gently as you can.
1: Yeah. Amen. That's right. All right. That's a good. That's a good conversation. I, I get a feeling that's just going to be kind of an ongoing conversation because this is something we continually battle in in this in this context of that we currently live in. Right, a lot of social media. Everyone's got a Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever else is out there. Um, we just need to to live in a manner worthy in the gospel. We just need to extend more grace and patience and and be more thoughtful about what we're tweeting out. Uphold truth, defend truth. Absolutely, one hundred percent. That's what we want to do. But ask the question: Is this loving? Mm. Is this being kind? Is this being charitable to my brother or sister in Christ? Um, let the fruit of the Spirit kind of govern and guide how you say something. And that might mean sometimes looking at a tweet and being like, man, I sound like a jerk. And pausing and being like, okay, maybe I need to restate that. Um, uphold the truth, but restate it. Be more gracious. be more def- uh, def- Maybe some deference.
0: So to close us out, uh, I want to end with the words of the great philosopher, theologian, Taylor Swift. Why you got to be so mean?
1: Why do you got to be so mean? Is that a song or a lyric or what? Yeah, to the song Mean
0: by Taylor Swift. (sighs) Taylor Swift. Why you got to be so mean and a liar and pathetic and alone in life and mean (laughs) and mean. I know nothing of this music. All right. We'll catch you in Cornfield Cleanup. All right, here we are in Cornfield Cleanup. My favorite part. We had a uh, cup of coffee, yeah. listened to the podcast. Yeah, we sure did. And uh, got a few things to clarify, a correct, few? and change That's here. like
1: every podcast we do.
0: Oh uh, Yeah, that's why we have this portion that's of it. That's true. It makes sense. That's why we so, ed- edit it. what uh. was number one thing?
1: I don't know. You wrote the list. <laughs> okay.
0: First thing, uh, we're talking about my favorite, or my three books that I would recommend Oh, the that's Christian.
1: right. That's right. And what you are, said... Uh, Knowing Go
0: God by J.I. Packer. Yep. Instruments in Redeemer's Hands. Number two. Tip. And number three. And number three. Easily. I don't know how I didn't think of this. I've the never, Soul Winner by Charles Spurgeon. I've
1: never read Spurgeon. this. You looked at me with like disdain when I said, I never read that before. You ever read The Soul Winner uh, by yeah, Spurgeon? Yeah. Okay. Or were you mean to me? Can you, you know <laughs> what? Name one
0: book you've read by Spurgeon.
1: Oh, I read his sermons all the time.
0: Oh, his sermons, but... Mm.
1: And then his notes to his students.
0: Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Actually, uh, Soul Winner is, I think, was the lectures he gave to students. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. Lecture com- yeah, compiled. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yep, that's book number three. Okay. Uh, the next thing wanted to talk about the I said that there was a tweet and that there were people who were mean to me about it. And I want to clarify what the tweet Are you was fragile.
1: And how people were mean. I think you're just being fragile. Well Snowflake.
0: Two things. <laughs> First thing I want to say, okay, the tweet was I said God's primary message to the lost is not I love you. His primary message is repent and believe.
1: I think John the Baptist said that.
0: So um, the majority of people were very gracious I, I'd say probably half the people that read it or more that I can tell agreed with me uh, some others anyone who disagreed so I think 90% of the people who disagreed were very kind about it uh, handled it a very biblical and gracious way which is great because it's Twitter and that's what we do on Twitter do you know how But I've then evolved. the other little smaller percent of people they took issue with it and were rude and I looked at the I looked at the tweet that I was trying to reference about yeah. the person who said something mean to me and yeah basically just said I would never support can, this person's ministry ever.
1: Can I give you advice? No. Do you know how to avoid Twitter hate? I don't want this advice. Get off Twitter.
0: No. Twitter <laughs> Twitter adds more good to my life than bad. I guess is that an that's kind of like an argument from uh is it utilitarianism? Which is not good. But still, I like Twitter. <laughs> There were a few weeks where I got off of it, and that was fine. I, I did fine without it. I'm proud of you. But I do enjoy talking to people, and yeah. I've made a lot of friends on Twitter. Uh, yeah. Hey, you know Rich what? Can I give it, yeah. a shout-out to one of my friends? Yeah. All right. Uh, John Luke Harvey. I'm glad that I met you on Twitter. Another? Uh, Dave, Presby Polemics. Actually, now it's a uh, Protestant agent. Yeah, yeah, i glad yeah. I met you. <laughs> Uh, you know, all these, I can, I could go on, honestly. I've got people all across the board who, I mean, I mean as far as you can be friends on Twitter, I really appreciate listening to Yeah, I, to I, I would hold
1: that them. word loosely. Yeah. You know how many fr- people I've met on Twitter? Like, who I have like, you know, quote, friends, end quote? Yeah, what? Nobody. Well, there's,
0: I mean, there's people that I'm like, actually like, at least acquainted with that I've met yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, sure, sure. I get that. Anyway. Uh,
1: what else we got for cornfield cleanup? You said there were three things. Yeah,
0: there's one more thing that we need to talk about. Which is? Oh, the third thing. Small little correction. I said First uh, Timothy 1 is where uh, it oh, said yeah. specifically that we need to... Uh,
1: you would have failed, a bi- failed the Bible quiz in that one.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a Titus 1. It was just, yeah. uh, I misspoke. But yeah, Titus 1, I believe it is verse 9, which says that elders need to be able to uh, uh, to teach sound doctrine, but also mm-hmm. to refute uh, unsound doctrine. That's right.
1: That's right. So, and that was in the context of talking about... Caring for the sheep as a yeah. shepherd. and
0: By protecting... like we, By standing up for truth. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, we want to thank you for listening to Thanks this everybody. episode of Cornfield Theology. And the cleanup. Again, for all of your Taylor Swift-related news, no, you know who to come point. to. Uh,
1: go to him. Which you can give your Twitter handle. Hey, can I to mention
0: you. something real quick before we go? Yeah, sure. Um, I am currently... Uh, in first place in our fantasy league and you are currently second to last
1: that's because i don't take it seriously mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what everyone <laughs> says isn't it that's i don't uh, what everyone my fantasy says. football i'm getting so skilled. from now on
0: we can't be uh the sports podcast because i uh, guess neither uh, well of us. we're
1: not the sports podcast this week right you we're taylor swift why. podcast the vikings lost Ugh. to the packers Ugh. amen actually Ugh. i don't even care but i know you don't care but i, I was like oh you uh, <sighs> You know who else doesn't care? What's that? Everyone listening to this podcast. All right. All right. See y'all later. Peace out. Oh, leave a review. Oh. Make sure. How do they leave a review?
0: There's a little button that says leave a review. You hit the five stars and you type in something and you write, you know what? I love Sean and Brooks. Apostle Sean and intern (laughs) Brooks are so great.
1: Bishop last week, apostle this week. You know who my my favorite
0: theologians are? Apostle Sean and and intern Brooks. Don't listen to them. But we appreciate you listening. Yeah. Peace out. And we'll see you next episode.